0: Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. If you are in leadership, not only are you a bigger target for the enemy, but you are also dealing with more stuff from people.
1: Hi, this is Keith Tusi with Leadership in Context. So glad you're with us today. Hey, last time we were together, I talked about keeping your heart pure and staying clean. And I reference John 20, where Jesus breathed on them and told them not to retain the sins of others. And uh, he was getting them ready for ministry. If you're in leadership, the truth is, not only are you a bigger target for the enemy, you also are dealing with more stuff from people. Maybe not you know, intentional things, but just a lot of stuff. You're going to weigh in to the unseemly parts of life with people and helpfully walk them through. And you know, sometimes there can be a crust or a hardness that builds up on our heart and we're not aware of it. We're not being intentionally hard-hearted, but over the course of time, because we really haven't processed and kept our heart soft, then we're not really operating out of the flow of the Holy Spirit. We have good intentions, but bad delivery. You know, I have a pickup truck And every once in a while, I'll run it through the car wash. But I noticed after I run it through the car wash, the back of the tailgate where the truck is completely flat, it never gets clean. So if I, because the the car wash is just not made to clean that flat surface in the back. So I got to get a towel or rag or whatever and wipe it down. Matter of fact, I did it today. That's what made me think about it. And, uh, you know, sometimes there are parts of our lives that it's easy for us to get clean. Like there's certain... You know, graces we have, we we get it, maybe we were like that, we have a certain appreciation for somebody, so we're apt to give them more grace, but then sometimes there's just a part that doesn't quite get the cleansing that it should get. So that's really why I'm taking, you know, two or three podcasts here to really talk to you about it, because this is just fundamentally who we are. We are a forgiven people and therefore if our forgiving is not working coming out the other end no matter what we're doing it's it's hurting it's not working it's handicapped so I want to read to you from colossians 3 I'm going to read 3 verses verse 12 13 and 14 so as those who have been chosen of God holy and beloved put on a heart of compassion kindness humility Gentleness and patience. So, first of all, he starts out by reminding them that they are forgiven, that they are holy. Here's the bottom line if you're really struggling forgiving somebody when you know there's an offense, then you really have to work through your relationship with the Lord to say, Do I understand how much He did for me to forgive me? There really is a correlation. There's no way to soft sell that. And uh, that's why it's important, I think, every day to rejoice in your salvation and thank the Lord that He saved you. And then He says, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, great things. Don't you want to be like that when you grow up? <laughs> I know I do. But then, verse 13, I think, literally gives us the how to do the verse 12. Bearing with one another. Now, there are several passages in here, okay? Or, or, or statements I should say in this verse that I want to just break down a little bit because I think oh, bearing with one another some translations say uh, a consideration toward one another one translation says tolerance toward one another I think tolerance is actually I know it's not a good politically correct word it's thrown around so much but you know when the when you have tolerance there's there's a variable you it's like giving people some space it's like giving people some grace like I'm not going to jump on that thing, and so the first thing he says here is be tolerant. Don't don't be so rigid, is what he's saying. Okay, bearing with one another, have. Have some tolerance, have some variableness. You know, when you're doing mechanical things, like putting machinery together or, or things that, that operate at high speed, there, there are just certain tolerances that it's got to be so tight, it's got to be fitted so well. But even in that, even in your engine, there are certain tolerances in your connecting rod bearings, in your main bearings. Not a lot, but there's some. Well, you know what? that ought to be the way we are we, as as leaders we don't have to jump on every little thing we see and sometimes we we make an allowance we're not excusing sin and and really here I don't even think I'm focusing on sin I'm just talking about maybe inconsistent behavior when i say sin i'm talking about clear transgressions clear violations but he's saying just bear with one another bear you know embrace some of their quirks maybe some of the things about people that agitate you, ask yourself a question, is it sin? If it's not sin, then say, well, why does that agitate me? And try to work through that and give them some tolerance. So that that's statement number one, bear with us. Okay. He talked again, the verse before, compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, bear with one another. Then he says, forgiving And the word forgive there is literally the same root word is is grace, give grace. In other words, release them. Release them. Now, let me say this. Releasing somebody from a sin is different from just overlooking something. I think sometimes we're we're generous in personality and we just say, you know, we just overlook it. But do we really forgive it? Do we really say, Lord, remove that personal offense or remove that violation? Don't let that be part of my spiritual resume. Take that out of my heart. See, that's what I'm talking about in these podcasts, being very intentional, not only to stay forgiven, but to get forgiven, okay? So this is talking about intentionality here and forgiving each other. Now, notice there's an assumption here, I think, if you read this whole text of Colossians 2, that if we're working in close quarters, there's going to be an opportunity to get underneath each other's skin, which may or may not be sin, and then there will even be opportunities where we sin against somebody or we watch somebody sin against somebody else or even just sinning against God because there is such a thing as not sinning against somebody but sinning against God, and that needs to be taken into consideration as well. So forgiving each other, let it flow. Let there be a generosity of forgiveness. Forgive others all the time the same way you want God to forgive you all the time. Don't make it like a Christmas present. Oh, I'll forgive you today. Aren't you lucky? It's your birthday. No, that's not forgiveness, okay? Forgive, let it flow, let it flow out of you. If you let it flow out of you, the junk will not stick on the inside of you. You won't retain things. So bearing with one another, forgiving each other. And then it says whoever has a complaint against anyone. I think the King James says whoever has a quarrel, whoever has an engagement against somebody. And if you study this out, what it really means is somebody that has a factual violation. In other words, you know, you've got evidence. Like if they were on the witness stand and you were the prosecutor, they'd have to blurt out, I did it, I did it, because you'd have so much information. So he's talking here about if you've got a complaint, it's like a legal term, if you've got a complaint against anyone, if you've got evidence against that person, what does he want you to do? Look at the next phrase here. Just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Do you think the Lord has evidence against you? Let me ask you this. Do you think God has some evidence against you that nobody else has? Do you think God has some evidence against you that nobody else knows about? Do you think maybe even God has some evidence against you that you're not even aware about, sins you've committed that you're not even cognizant of, that God has chosen not the foul charges against you on? Okay, I think so. I think, let me speak for me. I think yes. And I'm, I'm not saying that to be, you know, uh, feely, touchy. I'm just saying because I think it's the theological reality. That's why the Bible says if we are in the light and we walk in the light, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin because there are things that are going on in our life that we're not even aware of, but as we're walking in the light, there's a propitiation, there's a cleansing that happens. But well, that's different from known sin where we're really required to confess that sin and call that sin what it is. Okay. I'm talking to you about maintaining your heart. I'm talking to you about keeping your heart pure. I'm talking about getting the dirt off your tailgate. Okay. And you know, I, I didn't even think about it, by the way, when I, I washed the truck yesterday, ran it through a car wash real quick, got all the salt off of it. And uh, it was in the garage today and I walked behind it and I went, Oh my goodness, my tailgate is filthy. Cause you know, looked good to me. I walked up to the truck from the side. I walked around the front of it, I had no reason to walk behind it. And then I was reminded, oh yeah, that car wash, that just does not get the dirt off the back of that flat surface. So, So be circumspect, certainly about yourself like you'd like to be with some other people, please. And I'll tell you this too. I think people extend grace to people who they know are holding themselves to a high standard. I think there's a lot of people around me that are very gracious to me because I think they know that I try to hold myself to a high standard and be an example uh, of, of living and following the Lord with my whole heart. And then he just says clearly as the capstone, beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. So here's what he's saying. Can you have that attitude? Can you have those words? Can you repeat that conversation and honestly say you did it in perfect love? That's really the test here, isn't it? Well, how much should I do that? How much has Jesus done it for you? Be the gracious person. That doesn't mean you can't talk to people about sin because quite frankly, when real forgiveness happens with a real transgression, there's going to be communication. But he starts off talking about some tolerances And then he ends with talking about a very high standard, just like you've been forgiven. I think this is a really good way to keep your heart pure and to see yourself in light of redemption so you can see other people the same way. You know what? I think people kind of figure it out sometimes when we're looking at them as failures or just looking at them as people that need love and forgiveness. There there really is a difference. I don't think people really so much mind Somebody with compassion looking at them and knowing they need love and forgiveness. I think they mind being looked at as a failure all the time. Hey, this is Keith Toosey for Leadership in Context. Keep your heart clean because what you have in your heart is so important to other people. God bless you.
0: If we don't process the stuff from people and keep our hearts soft, then we aren't really operating out of the flow of the Holy Spirit. Scripture directs us in how to keep our hearts pure with other people. Bear with one another. Forgive each other just as the Lord forgave us. Put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.